In this episode, we look at what to do if you aren't passionate. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're looking at the age-old question of how to find your passion. This is something that uh, probably is the most asked question in the the like career development field, and the truth is, it's not. It's both not important and also incredibly important. Uh, it's one of those things I've talked in the past multiple times about focusing more on the opportunities in front of you, focusing on your curiosities, focusing on the things that you can control instead of waiting for this God-given passion to be handed down to you. Uh, and that the irony of searching for your passion is that by trying all of these other things and doing all the things that are actually in front of you, you actually have a much better chance of finding that thing you are passionate about. So I definitely am not a huge fan of uh, the rhetoric that you just need to find your passion and then everything else will be amazing. Like that's definitely not the approach that we're going to take here. But with that said, I know many of you have been looking for it, have been trying to to find that thing you love most, have been trying to find that thing to start the business around. And so I want to help you in that journey, give you a little bit of advice because it's something that I struggled with for a very long time and it held me back for a very long time. So this should be a super good episode. Before we jump into it, I want to remind you to take the survey. Head over to www.tinyleaps.fm slash survey. That is the best way to tell me what you want to hear more of on this show, to tell me what's important to you, what problems you're facing, and what I can do to help you along the way. If you want to have a voice in this show, if you want to uh, guide it in a direction that is better for you, then you've got to take the survey. Head over to www.tinyleaps.fm survey. And as a bonus to that, when you take the survey, you'll be entered for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card. There's three of them being given away in February, and this survey is going to run until the end of January. So pretty decent shot, maybe, if, if you take it. So head over to www tinyleaps.fm slash survey. Let's get into the episode. So how do you find your passion? What do you do if you don't have a passion yet, but you're looking for it? You're looking for that thing that you, you, you will love more than anything, that you will put all your time and energy into and be able to be more successful at because that's what all the gurus say, right? Like if you find your passion, you put your time in, you, you put in the effort, then you'll be more successful at it. So how do you actually do that? How do you find that passion? Well, I want to first sort of look at what passion is, right? When we really look at it, passion is ultimately just a very strong emotion. Now, there are a few emotions that this can fall under, right? Something that makes you angry, that's passion. Something that you uh, feel deeply, deeply sad about, that's passion. Something you feel deeply upset about, that's passion. Um, so passion ultimately is just a strong emotion. It's just something that you have a reaction to. It's not necessarily like this this big floofy thing. Like I think we've used that term, follow your passion, find your passion so much 
that we've started to forget what it actually is, what a passion actually is. At its core, it's just anything that elicits a strong emotion in you, a very, very strong reaction to it. That is what passion is. Now, if you don't, if you can't think of what that is in a good way, right? Like the things that uh, light you up and give you that strong reaction in a positive direction, then what I've always argued is that you should focus on your curiosities. Because ultimately, passion, when you are passionate for something, when you have that strong reaction, it's because to some degree you are curious about that thing. You are invested in that thing. You you want to know more about that thing, right? So it stands to reason that the reverse is also true, if not more true, that anything you would possibly be passionate about, anything you would possibly uh, uh, have that passionate reaction for is going to also be something that you are curious about. So you can chase your curiosities. If you don't know what you're passionate about yet, just do the things you are curious about because something in there or some future thing you're curious about is what will be the thing you are passionate about. Because you're not going to be passionate about something and not curious about it and not have interest in it, not want to know more about it. You're going to, whatever you're passionate about, you're also going to be curious of. So why not, if you don't have the passion piece, if you don't know what that is yet, why not just focus on the curious piece? That's super easy. You could probably list out 12, 15, 25 different things right now that you are curious about. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're passionate about those things, but you want to know more about them, you're curious about them, you're interested in them. It stands to reason that maybe... One of those things you are already curious about is the thing that you ultimately become passionate about. The only way to know is to try it. But I can promise you that you're never going to be passionate about something that you're not curious about. So that's, that's sort of the, the big unlock here, right? If you don't have a passion, you don't know what it is, you've been searching for your passion, instead of reading articles and listening to episodes and watching videos and, and whatever it is that you do on quote-unquote how to find my passion, right? There's 37 trillion of those videos and blog posts and uh, uh, podcasts out there. Instead of doing that, why not just list out all the things you're curious about? So when we get back, I'm going to give you a very simple, very straightforward step-by-step approach to finding that passion, to taking lack of passion, chasing down your curiosities, and finding that thing that you are ultimately passionate about. So stick around after the break for that. I'm willing to bet that you're going into 2020 thinking about what you didn't get around to in 2019 and your goals for the new year. Am I right? Well, if you want to work towards being your best self in 2020, understand more about the world around you and make sure that your time is well spent, then Blinkist is for you. You can think of Blinkist as your best friend that summarizes nonfiction books for you so that you can get to the point in a fraction of the time. Blinkist is for anyone who cares about learning but doesn't have a lot of time. They take the key insights from over 3,000 nonfiction bestsellers in over 27 categories and condenses them down into 15-minute blinks, which are text and audio explainers that help you understand more about the core ideas of each book. Pretty cool, right? 
Use Blinks to get into a topic quickly, find new topics to grow from, or figure out which books you want to spend more time reading or listening to completion. With Blinkist's high-quality audio feature, you can jump right in on the go during your commute, at the gym, or even download to listen offline. 12 million people are already using Blinkist to deepen their knowledge in over 27 categories of nonfiction, including self-improvement, personal growth, management, leadership, and mindfulness, and of course, happiness. Now, I like Blinkist because it helps me to quickly research ideas for new episodes. Thanks to their Blinks, I can not only look at articles and videos on topics, I can also look at some of the best books on a subject to make sure I'm bringing you the best episodes possible. That just wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for Blinkist because it would take way too much time and I'm putting out a daily show. So thanks to Blinkist, I'm able to dive a little bit deeper and bring you better information for each episode. Now, right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Go to www.blinkist.com slash tiny leaps to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off of a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash tiny leaps to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash tiny leaps. All right, so we're back and we're talking about how to find your passion, what to do when you aren't quite sure what your passion is. And we've just finished discussing this idea that anything you will ultimately be passionate about is first going to be something you are curious about, something you are interested in, something you want to go deeper on. You may not know how deep you want to go yet, but it's always going to start with something you're curious about. It's never going to be that you're passionate about something without having any curiosity about it. That would be absurd. So how do we find that passion if we don't currently have it? Well, my argument is to chase your curiosities. And how do you chase your curiosities? Well, I have a very simple process for this that I think will help everyone listening. If you're in this position, you're looking for uh, your passion, you're looking for something that you can fall in love with and put all your energy into, then I think you should try following this because it's the most straightforward, the most practical way of doing it. So the first step is to focus on expanding your world and your knowledge. Now, why do I say this? The more you know, about what is possible. The more you know about what is around you, the more you understand about the world, the better off you're going to be when looking into different things you might be passionate about. One, you'll be coming at it from different points of view, but two, you'll be expanding your own understanding of what's available, what, what your options are when it comes to things you could be doing. If you were born in a certain place, raised in a certain way around certain types of people, and they like you're boxed into this worldview that you essentially just inherited based on where you were born, who you were raised by, the people that you've been around your entire life. Unless you're forcing yourself out of that worldview, unless you're forcing yourself to expand your understanding of what's going on in the world, you're always going to find yourself in a situation where uh, you feel limited, where, where you're not sure what your passions are because your options really aren't that available to you. So the first step is to focus on improving your knowledge, improving your understanding of the world around you, improving 
uh, your your ability to connect with other people and your ability to connect with different ideas. And that's going to allow you to experience things that you really can't imagine right now. Now, that being in that place, that's going to fast track your search for your passion because it just gives you more options to choose from. So that's step number one is expand your knowledge, expand your world. Step number two is to list out your curiosities. Now, I mentioned this earlier. You've got to chase your curiosities, chase all the things that you just want to know more about. The best way to do that and be organized about it is to start a list. Open up Evernote, open up a journal, open up your phone app, whatever you make your list on. Open them up and just list them out. List out all the things that you are curious about. Like, Just write it down, one after another, down the list as you go. Now, what this is going to do is it's going to give you a real place to uh, go down the list and see what do I want to do next. And that's going to give you places to start, give you things to explore, give you things to try, give you books to read, give you just different directions to go in. Now, this is a good way to expand your worldview, to expand your knowledge. This is a good way to accomplish number one. By listing out your curiosities, you know that you're starting from a place of uh, uh, being interested in everything that is on your list. And so you can just blindly go down and see whether or not interest continues to develop. Now, step three is what I call level one, right? And in level one, your job is just to taste things. You just want to understand it. You just want to get the smallest possible experience with that thing, with that idea, with that uh, career, with, with whatever it is, right? You just want to learn enough so that you can try and satisfy that curiosity. Now, I call it level one, Because if you still are curious after you've accomplished this piece, after you've tried something on your list and you've you've tasted it, you now have a decent idea of what it is and you are still having that curiosity, then this might be something that you can go deeper on. This might be something you can take to level two or level three or maybe it's the thing you're passionate about. But there's going to be a ton of things on that list that you try, you get the knowledge, you get the experience, you read about it, whatever it is, and all of a sudden you don't care anymore. Or next week, you don't care anymore. So you really have to approach this uh, from, we want to go wide in this section. We want to take everything on our list, say that's 5, 10, 15, 20 items, all the curiosities we have. We want to take all of those things and just go down the list, try them, taste them, read about them, uh, go on their Wikipedia pages, whatever you need to do to satisfy that that uh, curiosity and then make a note of all the things that are still there, all the things that you are still curious about after going one level deep on them. Now, step number four is what I call level two. So this is where you take all the things that are left over, all the things that are still there, you're still curious about from level one, and you go even deeper. Maybe now you're reading multiple books. Maybe you're reaching out to people. Maybe you're, uh, whatever it is, right? You're studying it. You're learning more about it. You're going deeper into it. Now, this is going to be a much smaller list than the level one stuff because there's not many things that you're going to want to really commit this degree of learning and this degree of uh, chasing and understanding uh, two. And and so this is going to be a much smaller list. It'll be a lot more manageable than it seems, depending on the size of the list you started with in level one. But this is the, the section where you just try to dive even deeper. And our goal ultimately is to eliminate more things. We want to see after level two, are there still things on this list that we really want to go deeper on? There might be one or two. There might be none, quite frankly. Like there's very few things you're going to want to go even deeper on. 
But if there is still something, this is a good sign that this might be something you could be passionate about. That this, there, this might be something that you are so overly curious and so interested in that it could drive that strong reaction that we discussed. And so level two, just go through what remains, go deeper on them, uh, uh, maybe read more books, maybe do more research, just search for the answers that you still have, uh, the answers to the questions you still have, and make note of the things that you're still interested in after this. And then finally, in step number five, you just want to go one level deeper. So level three, there might be one or two things left on your list. Now you want to go further. You want to try and push it even more and see what is the 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 wall here? What is the moment where I stop being interested, where I don't care, I don't want to go any further? If you never really reach that, or if you reach that, but then the next day you're still thinking about it, it's still in the back of your mind, you're still uh, dealing with problems with it, then this might be something you're passionate about. If nothing on your list gets to level three, that's totally fine. You got to try a bunch of cool things that you're curious about. You got to gain some new skills, gain some new understanding of the world. You chased your opportunities, hopefully had a lot of fun doing it. But something might end up at the end of that list. And that is a very good indicator of something that you are currently passionate about. And this is something that I want to expand on before we end this episode. Passion isn't something that is going to be there for the rest of your life. Like, I, I truly don't believe that you have one passion for the rest of your life. It's not like that. A passion is just, uh, it's a strong reaction like we talked about. It's, it's something that causes you to have a very strong um, reaction to it. It might be love, hate, sadness, dread, grief, whatever it is. But it, it is passion. That, that's what being passionate is. But naturally, not everything is going to cause that strong reaction forever. Something you're passionate about today, you may not be passionate about in two years. You may not be passionate about in a week. That happens, and that has to be okay. Because passion isn't necessarily something that you find and you stick with for the rest of your life. I don't believe in that uh, way of painting it. And I think that's one of the biggest issues in this industry. So with that said, I hope this process has helped you. My biggest piece of advice, the biggest takeaway, the thing I would leave you with on this episode is if you don't know what you're passionate about and you're desperately searching, stop. Just chase your curiosities, make the list, go down and find and test and, and taste all the things that are on your list. And guess what? One day you might find that passion from the list or you might not. Either way, you come out on top rather than staying stuck worrying about what it is I'm passionate about. So with that said, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to take the survey. Head over to www.tinyleaps.fm slash survey. Uh, tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what's important to you. Help me help you this year. 2020 is the year that we all come out better, and I want to be a part of your journey. So head over to tinyleaps.fm slash survey. Tell me what you need from me so that I can do that and help you in your process. I've been Greg Clunas. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you are tuning in. If you're over on the YouTube at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas, then uh, thank you. I appreciate you being here. Drop a comment in the video down below and let me know your thoughts. Let me know what your passion is if you have one. Uh, if you're not on the YouTube, you're listening on audio, thank you for being here. I encourage you to join us on the YouTube though. Head over to www.youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. 
be sure to leave a rating review, leave a comment, tell somebody you know about us, and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.